August 10th, Feast of St. Lawrence, Deacon and Martyr. St. Lawrence was a deacon of the Church of Rome. He became a martyr during the persecution of Valerian four days after the martyrdom of Pope Sixtus II and his four companions. Lawrence's tomb is located in the field of Verano, near the Via Tibertina, where subsequently Constantine the Great built a basilica. Devotion to Lawrence was widespread by the 4th century. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Faith of our fathers, faith and prayer shall win all nations unto thee, and through the truth that comes from God, mankind shall then indeed be free. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. Faith of our fathers, we will love both friend and foe in all our strife, and preach thee too as love knows how, by kindly deeds and virtuous life. Faith of our fathers, holy faith, we will be true to thee till death. Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger. His rage will strike them with terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them, shatter them like a potter's jar. Now, O kings, understand. Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish. For suddenly his anger will blaze. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Men will hate you because you are mine, but he who perseveres will be saved. The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can you say to my soul, fly like a bird to its mountain? See the wicked bracing their bow. They are fixing their arrows on the string to shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed, what can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world. His gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked, the lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us in the life to come. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. Lord, hear a cause that is just. Pay heed to my cry. Turn your ear to my prayer. No deceit is on my lips. From you may my judgment come forth. Your eyes discern the truth. You search my heart. You visit me by night. You test me, and you find in me no wrong. 
My words are not sinful as are men's words. I kept from violence because of your word. I kept my feet firmly in your paths. There was no faltering in my steps. I am here and I call. You will hear me, O God. Turn your ear to me. Hear my words. Display your great love, you whose right hand saves your friends from those who rebel against them. Guard me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the violent attack of the wicked. My foes encircle me with deadly intent. Their hearts tight shut, their mouths speak proudly. They advance against me, and now they surround me. Their eyes are watching to strike me to the ground, as though they were lions ready to claw, or like some young lion crouched in hiding. Lord, arise. Confront them, strike them down. Let your sword rescue my soul from the wicked. Let your hand, O Lord, rescue me from men, from men whose reward is in this present life. You give them their fill of your treasures. They rejoice in abundance of offspring and leave their wealth to their children. As for me, in my justice, I shall see your face and be filled when I awake with the sight of your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord tested his chosen ones as gold tested by fire. He has received them forever as a sacrificial offering. I have known tribulations and distress, but in your commands I have found consolation. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles In those days, as the number of disciples grew, the ones who spoke Greek complained that their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution of food as compared with the widows of those who spoke Hebrew. The twelve assembled the community of the disciples and said, It is not right for us to neglect the word of God in order to wait on tables. Look around among your own number, brothers, for seven men, acknowledged to be deeply spiritual and prudent, and we shall appoint them to this task. This will permit us to concentrate on prayer and the ministry of the word. The proposal was unanimously accepted by the community. Following this, they selected Stephen, a man filled with faith and the Holy Spirit, Philip, Prochorus, Nicanor, Timon, Parmenas, and Nicholas of Antioch, who had been a convert to Judaism. They presented these men to the apostles, who first prayed over them and then imposed hands on them. That day saw the beginning of a great persecution of the church in Jerusalem. All except the apostles scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. The members of the church who had been dispersed went about preaching the word. Philip, for example, went down to the town of Samaria and there proclaimed the Messiah. Without exception, the crowds that heard Philip and saw the miracles he performed attended closely to what he had to say. There were many who had unclean spirits, which came out shrieking loudly. Many others were paralytics or cripples, and these were cured. The rejoicing in that town rose to fever pitch. If anyone declares himself for me before men, I will declare myself for him before my Father in heaven. If anyone wishes to serve me, he must follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be with me. I will declare myself for him before my Father in heaven. A reading from a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. The Roman Church commends to us today the anniversary of the triumph of St. Lawrence. For on this day he trod the furious pagan world underfoot and flung aside its allurements, and so gained victory over Satan's attack on his faith.
As you have often heard, Lawrence was a deacon of the church at Rome. There he ministered the sacred blood of Christ. There, for the sake of Christ's name, he poured out his own blood. St. John the Apostle was evidently teaching us about the mystery of the Lord's Supper when he wrote, Just as Christ laid down his life for us, so we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. My brethren, Lawrence understood this, and, understanding, he acted on it. Just as he had partaken of a gift of self at the table of the Lord, so he prepared to offer such a gift. In his life he loved Christ. In his death he followed in his footsteps. Brethren, we too must imitate Christ if we truly love him. We shall not be able to render better return on that love than by modeling our lives on his. Christ suffered for us, leaving us an example, that we should follow in his steps. In saying this, the Apostle Peter seems to have understood that Christ suffered only for those who follow in his steps, in the sense that Christ's passion is of no avail to those who do not. The holy martyrs followed Christ even to shedding their life's blood, even to reproducing the very likeness of his passion. They followed him, but not they alone. It is not true that the bridge was broken after the martyrs crossed, nor is it true that after they had drunk from it the fountain of eternal life dried up. I tell you again and again, my brethren, that in the Lord's garden are to be found not only the roses of his martyrs, in it there are also lilies of the virgins, the ivy of wedded couples, and the violets of widows. On no account may any class of people despair, thinking that God has not called them. Christ suffered for all. What the Scriptures say of him is true. He desires all men to be saved and to come to knowledge of the truth. Let us understand, then, how a Christian must follow Christ even though he does not shed his blood for him and his faith is not called upon to undergo the great test of the martyr's sufferings. The Apostle Paul says of Christ our Lord, Though he was in the form of God, he did not consider equality with God a prize to be clung to. How unrivaled his majesty! But he emptied himself, taking on the form of a slave, made in the likeness of men, and presenting himself in human form. How deep his humility! Christ humbled himself, Christian, that is what you must make your own. Christ became obedient. How is it that you are proud? When this humbling experience was completed and death itself lay conquered, Christ ascended into heaven. Let us follow him there, for we hear Paul saying, If you have been raised with Christ, you must lift your thoughts on high, where Christ now sits at the right hand of God. Blessed Lawrence cried out, I worship my God and serve only him so I do not fear your torture. God is my rock, I take refuge in him, so I do not fear your torture. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the Eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. 
You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Let us pray. Father, you called St. Lawrence to serve you by love and crowned his life with glorious martyrdom. Help us to be like him in loving you and doing your work. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks. Thanks.